Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hey, welcome to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Michelle, how was your Thanksgiving? It was great. I ate too much as usual. That's that's part of the holiday. Yes. Right? How was yours? Uh, very bountiful okay. when it comes to food and friends and, and good stuff. Uh, so um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in again. Um, first off, I want to thank sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. Uh, we thank those sponsors for funding the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and all the projects that we do here. Um, and also want to remind everyone that on December 19th, we're having our first ever Procrastinators Holiday Market. That's Saturday, December 19th. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The address is 680 Rhode Island Avenue, but, you know, for those of you that don't have a map embedded, a map chip embedded into your brain yet, um, that is the, uh, that's the shopping center that's back behind Mount Calvary Church, uh, the McDonald's there. We will be setting up a big uh, tent with heat and uh, climate controlled, as it were, at the, uh, at the base of the pedestrian bridge that comes from the Rhode Island Avenue Metro Station. So there'll be lots of parking. There'll be lots of access from uh, the metro and the buses. Uh, and it's right there on the Metropolitan Branch Trail. We've got a great lineup of, of vendors, uh, performers. Santa will be there. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Sounds good. Yep. And uh, as the uh, as the... As the brochure says, we will have a special winter drink bar, and rumor has it that uh, the brand new public option located on Rhode Island Avenue uh, will be uh, supplying the the brews, the the beer. They brew their own beer on staff on site there, and it is delicious. I can tell you firsthand, uh, and and some other winter drinks. So uh, December nineteenth, from ten a.m. to six p.m., we'll see you there. So, Michelle, we've got uh, we've got a returning guest today. We do. Our first returning guest, Phil Sambal, the general manager of Good Food Markets. Welcome back, Phil. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in. Why don't you tell us about the market? Anything new going on? It's been almost a year. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, it has. Um, we opened up in January of, of this year, so we're coming up on 12 full months uh, in business there in Woodridge. Uh, at 2006 Rhode Island Avenue, 20th Street, um, and uh, it's been it's been really exciting. Um, you know, it, what's what's interesting is coming back through to the winter season again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was um, uh, very exciting for us to get open. There were a lot of um, community members who were really excited um, that we were there. Um, and Kyle, I remember you telling us before we opened how grocery store was one of the top three most requested services or businesses yep. um, in, the, in the surveys that were conducted by Rhode Island Avenue Main Streets. And, um, you know, we sort of took that as a mandate from the community that fresh food was important. And um, we've really made an effort to do that and um, had a great time over the summer and fall with all the exciting local produce um, and um, are looking forward to making the most of the winter months uh, even though, as everyone probably realizes, it's difficult to get local produce in January and February when uh, there's 
if we're lucky, a foot of snow on the ground, right? <laughs> right. Um, and um, so, you know, we're, we're looking at ways in which we can continue to deliver the high quality um, and, and great prices that, that people have come to expect from good food markets, um, despite the fact that we're very focused on um, bringing local when possible um, and, and really um, the main thrust being fresh and healthy. So what kinds of foods might you have coming up for the for the winter? Some good produce and yeah. kind of specialty holiday items? Oh, absolutely. Um, in fact, yesterday uh, we had delivered the holiday selections from Capital Candy Jar, a uh, <laughs> local favorite. Uh, that's um, a Ward 5 business. Yes, it is. And uh, we... Uh, they look fantastic. I have not had a chance to sample, but I hope that will happen very soon. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of the local vendors um, that we work with uh, will continue to provide the great stuff that everyone's used to seeing. Um, you know, meats and cheeses and um, motisola vegetarian chili, um, you know, bullfrog bagels, all of those exciting things. Um, and, you know, the... The interesting thing will be to see, um, you know, on the produce side of things, which is, you know, the second highest category in the store as far in terms of sales. Um, you know, you'll get a lot of winter citrus coming out of Florida, uh, which is great. Um, Avocados. But, yeah. Avocado season. Absolutely. Um, and like guacamole. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and the 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 exciting thing is to figure out how we can um you know do things in partnership with other organizations around um recipes and and new ideas for folks to um to do it to try at home um you know you'll still see squashes and things like that um coming through stuff that stores well um but you know right now we're we're trying to figure out how to um you know let people know that you know, you can't get a red ripe tomato that comes from anywhere nearby. Um, you know, what you might see at the giant, um, you know, didn't is... Didn't come locally. No, no. And, and, and really it didn't even come from this continent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, and, that, and that's where the quality and the healthfulness comes in. You know, if you have a, a produce item that's picked green before it's ripe and it is forced ripened chemically on its transit from wherever it's coming from, um, studies show that it loses a great deal of its nutritional content. Um, so things like frozen vegetables, um, which we have a great selection of on, on the organic side, on the conventional side, um, canned vegetables as well, things for soups um, and all of that stuff, um, is really where we're going to try to focus um, our energy and, and, and um, hopefully uh, the customer's attention. And, and you know, frozen vegetables – a lot of people don't understand that that those are picked at the peak of their freshness mm-hmm. and they are flash frozen right then so you know outside of you know a fresh pod of peas mm-hmm. you you really can't get it much option. fresher yeah. yeah absolutely and and increasingly companies are moving to integrating the full operation in one location uh, for example Mir Glen um they pick and can within eight hours. So within eight hours of that, say, tomato being picked in the field, it's um, cleaned, processed, fire-roasted, and canned. Wow. So it it really is as as fresh as you can get. That's great. 
you guys have have rotated your shelves around a little bit. If if listeners haven't been in in a while, that you've got a ton of new merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you holiday gift ideas. Yep, you've mm-hmm. got uh, credit. Uh, Gift cards from Gray Moggy Press, yeah. which is a DC-based uh, card and greeting company, greeting card company, uh, and uh, you've gotten some new coolers in. Mm-hmm. You have a great selection of of local brews mm-hmm. here, and uh, you got a great selection of uh, prepackaged, not prepackaged, but uh, prepared foods. Prepared foods. Yeah, so. and we're actually about to embark on a, a really exciting partnership with um, a Maryland-based um, restaurant chain called Mama Lucia's. Um, and they're going to um, work with us to take the things we know that customers want that we've experienced um, for in, our, in our year of, of business so far, um, and and be able to deliver you know a really high quality product, especially you know for folks who like like me, um, like most people who work and have families that uh, you know. Uh, can can get that home cooked meal without having to spend two three hours in the kitchen. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're excited about some of these. Yeah. So meals. So how about this, Philip? How about here's an idea. What do you think about coming back and doing a brief segment uh, on a regular basis here on the show to talk about whatever new products you have in that week or yeah, uh, like a, like a, a new special pro- uh, recipe that you want to share. What do you think about that? Absolutely. I think that'd be great. All right. We can bring some of our partners in, talk about exciting new things in the store. Great. Great. So we'll have a new segment in the show going forward. Looking forward to it. You'll give me some new meal ideas. Absolutely. Great. Well, thanks, Philip. Thank you. Thanks. Happy almost one year anniversary. (laughs) Much obliged. All right. Uh, now we are welcoming into the studio uh, Adam Kent from the Local Initiative Support Corporation and uh, Sharuk Omara, who is a, a fellow at Kiva Zip. Uh, welcome, Adam and Sharuk. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today. So Adam and, and Sharuk are here to talk about uh, an exciting project that is being offered specifically to Rhode Island Avenue. Um First off, let's talk about Kiva Zip. Sharuk, tell us about Kiva Zip. Okay, so uh, before I tell you about Kiva Zip, I'm actually going to tell you about Kiva. Um, so Kiva is a nonprofit that started 10 years ago uh, based in San Francisco, and uh, we were founded to basically uh, crowdfund 0% interest loans for entrepreneurs abroad. Um, and we've been doing that um, where in 70 countries so far and about four years ago uh, we decided to launch in the United States because you know why not there's so many entrepreneurs in this country that could really use a leg up and so Kiva uh, we're in the microfinance space and we offer micro loans up to uh, in some cases ten thousand dollars can you tell me what a micro loan is sure so a micro loan is basically a very very small loan so generally um, there are lots of microfinance institutions around the world uh, many here in the DC area with whom we have um, a partnership, but generally uh, um, microfinance loans are 
more than $10,000. Usually what's considered a small loan is $50,000 or less, and many of them are in the ten dollars to $50,000 range. And so we offer something even smaller than that uh, for the entrepreneurs who cannot qualify uh, for those loans, uh, be they from microfinance institutions or uh, from banks or credit unions. So we're really like that first step in their credit ladder, which is um, uh, why we have so many um, startups and new businesses come to us. So the Kiva Zip program started in the U.S. about four years ago, and for about the first two or so years, it was still a pilot. Um, and we've been in D.C. now for about the past two and a half uh, years, and basically what it is um, is it's a direct model. So what it means is um, an entrepreneur who is interested in uh, crowdfunding uh, a few thousand dollars can come to the Kiva Zip website and directly apply for that and they go through our review process. And what's really unique about um, Kiva's review process is that we don't do uh, traditional financial underwriting, So, which is why so many startups come to us. We have a lot of people who uh, um, are called underbanked um, in the industry. These are people who cannot qualify for a loan elsewhere, often because uh, they don't have their credit score, or their business is less than two years old, and they really just need sometimes just a few thousand dollars, and then in some cases only a few hundred dollars uh, to get started, and they come to Kiva. And they come, um, and we use something called uh, social underwriting, which is something that we've been experimenting with for the last few years with Kiva Zip. And what it is is Though we uh, may ask someone to self-report on their finances, we will never uh, reject anyone because of that. Even if you had a past bankruptcy, um, that is not how we determine um, how like good a borrower is. Instead, what we focus on is we focus on uh, the community and the people that you know. Um, because, I mean, that's really what crowdfunding is. It's about the community, and it's about telling your story and convincing everyday people to lend to you. So anyone can lend as little as $25, and you get it paid back um, by the borrower over the course of two years. And um, we, that's what's really unique about KivaZip and why I really enjoy uh, working with it. Um, you know, because I go out there, and I, and I meet with the borrowers if I can, get them on the phone, uh, talk to them. And uh, and help them with their campaigns um, in most cases, and uh, that's basically what Kiva Zip is. We've been around DC for a few uh, years now. So, do you have to be a business to to loan the money? I know to be a borrower, you, you have to be in business. Anyone can loan the money. Anyone can make a loan. I can make a loan. You can make a loan. Um, literally, anyone who has twenty five bucks um, can make a loan. And it's interest free. Yes, no okay. interest, no fee. Uh, we're a nonprofit, so uh, we don't we don't make any money off. The so how, do, how does that work, and how do you all get your funding? So the way that we get our fu- there's two uh, source main sources of our funding. Uh, the biggest source is when someone goes to make a loan on Kiva Zip, they have the option of donating like three or four dollars to Kiva to help us basically run. About 10% of our lenders choose to do that, and it funds two thirds of our operating costs. Wow, That's yeah. Great. And the last third is, like, uh, grants from various foundations and uh, large donors. Terrific. So, Adam, Lisk, Lisk is pairing up with, with Kiva Zip uh, to bring some good opportunities to Rhode Island Avenue Main Street entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Take it away. Okay, yeah. So, Lisk, or, uh, which is short for the Local Initiative Support Corporation, we've been around um, since 1979, and we're a national nonprofit focused on comprehensive community development. And the way we operate is at the local level. So even though we're a national organization, 
we have 31 sites across the country and a rural team focused on community development. And what that means is um, what do you need in a neighborhood in order for it to be a place of opportunity and for families to really excel? And so that means we're focused on making sure housing is affordable, making sure uh, uh, people have retail options near them, making sure people have job options near them, quality education, safety, and um, medical support as well. So we invest in a wide range of activities, and we've partnered with Rhode Island Avenue Main Street, and we're really focusing on quality retail in a neighborhood that's um, long been overlooked uh, in D.C., and we really believe that the Rhode Island Avenue corridor has uh, just an enormous potential and a lot to offer, and um, the residents surrounding the corridor deserve to have good retail um, on their commercial strip. And so we're um, we're really kind of uh, taking the partnership with Kiva Zip and focusing it on the Rhode Island Avenue corridor. So uh, I work in the D.C. office, and traditionally we haven't really been focused that much on small business and economic development, but we're starting to grow that. Um, and kind of our first step in that process is to really do comprehensive um, investment in the Rhode Island Avenue corridor. And our partnership with Kiva Zip is is a big part of that investment. Um, So uh, as I said, we're a national organization, and this is a national partnership. LISC has a national partnership with Kiva Zip. We've um, uh, had loans um, and done Kiva Zip matches in the Bay Area and and elsewhere across the country, um, and we're really excited to bring it to D.C. for the first time. And so uh, basically what our partnership means is that um, if you are a business that is either located on the Rhode Island Avenue corridor or you are a business that is looking to locate on the Rhode Island Avenue corridor um, and you are interested in getting a Kiva Zip loan, which is a 0% interest loan, um, LISC will match uh, one-for-one uh, the crowdfunding, the dollars that you raise via crowdfunding. So just a simple example, um, the first Kiva Zip loan that you can get, the maximum is $5,000 for your as a first-time borrower. Um, so that means you really, as a business, you really only have to raise $2,500. And if you're on the Rhode Island Avenue corridor, LISC will come in and will match the other $25,000. So it's a little bit less legwork and um, waiting or to generate the crowdfunding necessary to get all the way up to $5,000 will come in after 2500 and match it. That's fantastic. That's huge. Yeah, we're really excited about this. And I mean, when we think about kind of looking in the small business lending space, you know, we really think that this is a gap. I mean, 0% interest capital doesn't really come around a lot, especially for small businesses. And um, we're really excited about this partnership and um, looking forward to a lot of opportunities along the Rhode Island Avenue corridor. We are very excited about this partnership as well. Um, so when when you talk about the businesses raising the, the capital, uh, or crowd rate, crowdfunding, friend raising, uh, all, the, all the different catch words, uh, what, what does a business need to do to get started? But let's, let's, let's say well, what a- is crowdfunding? First of all, a lot of people might not even know mm-hmm. what that is. So, yeah, we've there's uh, as Kyle was saying, there's quite a few terms and uh, each one can mean a slightly different thing. And the reason is 
you know, there's a certain, like, everyone has a mindset associated with what each one is. So crowdfunding is like when you go to Kickstarter, Indiegogo, and you, and you raise money for your business. But basically, technically, it's like a donation. Or like in most cases today, someone will, like, pre-sell a product. Um, and then fundraising is associated with, like, nonprofit fundraising, also kind of like that donation mindset. So sometimes to differentiate, we'll say that Kiva's technically crowd lending and that it's different because you get paid back. Um, and there is, it can be uh, a little confusing sometimes, but I just explain to people, you know, it's like Kickstarter, except it's a zero interest loan. It's a loan. And I always emphasize that. So if you pay, if you decide to become a lender and you want to lend $25, within two years, you'll get $25 back. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that's simple enough. Simple enough. And uh, so if we're going to use the example of um, a brand new uh, entrepreneur in the area that wants to open a hat shop on Rhode Island Avenue and uh, they need $500 to get started, uh, they're going to contact Kiva Zip or Lisk and say, I'm interested. I'm going to be on the Rhode Island Avenue corridor. What are their next steps? Um, their next steps are, well, I mean, it can go a couple of different ways. So generally what happens is uh, we encourage you to start your application um, because it's online. You go to the Kiva Zip website. You start your application, someone will get in contact with you. Uh, in most cases, like if you're in D.C., there's there will be a fellow uh, in the area who will contact you if um if not, then someone from HQ will contact you. And basically what we do is we kind of like check up on you and see how it's going, see if you need any help. Because the application, what you do is um, it, you also you have like you add your story and a business description and you add a photo. And so we help with that process. So the first step is to actually start the application. And the application is basically telling you your story of your business it's yeah there's not much to it so you give like your basic contact details um and then we do ask you to self-report on like um like how much you pay monthly for like rent and mortgage and all that to help us kind of assess where you are financially and it's not so that like we can go and reject people um but kind of for our i guess for reporting purposes or to kind of help our review team a little bit um and yeah so it's super basic you fill that out and then you you know you write you know, a few short paragraphs about, you know, how you got started, what your business is, and what the loan is for. Is that basically the quote-unquote credit check portion of the... Um, actually, technically, the, uh, I guess, credit check portion, um, or I guess the way that we manage our risk mm -hmm. is um, there's two parts to the fundraising. There's a private fundraising round and a public fundraising round. And so what happens is... Uh, once you submit your application and you go through the review process, um, you are then put into private fundraising. And what that is is you have 15 days uh, to pull lenders from your own network. And that so you your own network your own network friends, neighbors, friends family neighbors okay. customers believers any <laughs> yeah anyone you can convince to lend you that twenty five bucks because what they're doing essentially in that private round is they're like vouching for your character okay and you know we've found that uh, people who can get through the private fundraising um, have a much higher chance of success uh, in the public fundraising sense. so once they so once the fifteen days are over and you have all the required lenders. Um, and the review team determines the number, then you go into public, and you have 45 days to continue fundraising your loan. Okay. And Rhode Island Avenue Main Street is going to be a Kiva Zip trustee, mm -hmm. and, uh, and that means that we are 
essentially vouching. Y- yeah, so um so yes, yeah, so some of our borrowers have trustees and some don't. And so what tree st- trustees are are uh, various organizations in uh in the area that partner with Kiva Zip and they can endorse a borrower. And yes, what it does is, well, two things. One, it's also like vouching for their character because what you're doing is you're technically putting the reputation of your organization on the line for this borrower saying that I believe in them. And then also uh, you provide, uh, there's matching. So since LISC is partnered uh, with Rhode Island Avenue, anyone Rhode Island Avenue endorses gets LISC matching. So Sharuk, you mentioned a fellow in the area, and I understand that you are a Kiva fellow. Can you tell us what that is? So fellowships, um, so we're all volunteers, basically, and they run about three fellowship cohorts a year. So um, it's only about three or four months, and then another fellow will come in. Um, And basically, you know, what a fellow is is like kind of like a glorified intern, I suppose, although I don't mean to insult any of my other fellows. Um, So uh, basically what it is is, so we have some abroad that work with our MFI partners, and then we have ones in the U.S. Uh, that work directly with our borrowers. Uh, most of our, yeah, a good number of our fellows are just are on their own, like me. So it's just me right now in D.C. And so we take on a lot of, um, take on a lot of the work. What we mostly do is we work directly with borrowers and we work with trustees, and we we help borrowers with their campaigns. Um, we will go to various events, you know, meet people. Uh, tell people about Kiva Zip, um, you know, basically sales and marketing, if you want to put it really bluntly. So are lenders able to choose who they loan to, or can you just say, hey, this sounds like a great idea. I want to invest in someone. Here's 50 bucks. So lenders choose who they want to loan to. So um, if you go to the Kiva Zip website, you can search through all kinds of loans that are currently fundraising, and you can filter, uh, you know, by location and by type of loan. Um, and, you know, if you, we've had some people come in, and it's actually really cool. Uh, we had Reed Hoffman uh, of LinkedIn, who sits on the board of Kiva, uh, give a million dollars as a as a revolving loan fund. And so wow. some, yeah, so it's really, yeah. So, you, I mean, if you have a million bucks or right. not even not, <laughs> not necessarily, you can come and do that. And then, you know, you give Kiva the power to do uh, with your money to, to okay, lend so. as they wish. But generally, most people, um, you just go to the site and you lend to whoever you want to lend to. Wow. Yeah. I think a main, like a major reason, um, and as we're talking about kind of the social underwriting that, LISC has a partnership with KivaZip is that this is really community driven. Right. And we've talked a lot about small businesses being able to access 0% capital, but this also empowers communities that want to see uh, the retail that they want in their neighborhood um, and really gives them a little bit of a voice. And so Absolutely. Um, we're really excited about uh, our partnership with the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street for, for, for a number of reasons, but one of those reasons is because when when you know say that hat shop that's looking for five hundred dollars um, starts their application the Kiva Zip application um, the fellow will notify Kyle or the business will talk to Kyle and Kyle will will let me know and we'll be able to turn that match on um, but then on top of that you know Kyle has has a microphone and and um, he has a weekly email blast and a lot of people listen to the radio show so. As a business, you're also going to be able to get the word out about crowdfunding or crowd, 
uh, lending uh, this loan. And so um, it's really um, kind of a comprehensive community-based uh, effort that we're really excited about. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited about it, I can't stand it. Uh, <laughs> and I, I realize that I'm probably incredibly biased about this, but I think, I think Rhode Island Avenue is the perfect community to, to do this with because uh, I, I am so impressed with, with my neighbors. I'm so impressed that uh, every day I see neighbors coming out to Rhode Island Avenue uh, to shop, to, to get coffee, to get their hair done, to, to go to the doctor, to buy groceries. And, and they're, they're hungry for more things to come to Rhode Island Avenue. And I, it's a it's a community that that literally um, walks the walk. They don't just talk to the talk, and they and they they vote with their wallets as much as anything. And I think that this will be uh, I think this will be a great community to mm-hmm. to do this this project in because I think we're we're going to have a lot of participation. Yeah, that sounds exciting. So when does this start, and is, is there a time frame? Has it already started? It's already started. Uh-huh. So if you Businesses, are... Businesses, come on. Yeah, so if that. you're a small business, and, and the way we've kind of mapped out, I mean, obviously, the business can propose whatever they want to do with the 0% loan, um, but we really have kind of thought about, you know, four different... Um, scenarios that we think Kiva Zip would really be attractive to borrowers. The first one is just making small capital investments in an existing business on the quarter. Say you got a, um, if you're, if you're a coffee business and you need to get a new, uh, roaster, uh, this could be a good way to get upfront capital to buy that roaster. And then, uh, over the, yeah, over the course of two years, pay back that investment. Um, another, uh, kind of way that we see this is as uh, basically a bridge loan um, to get upfront capital before a business is reimbursed by the city. So we have um, the Great Streets Grant Program here in D.C., um, and uh, it's a a great program, um, but 75% of it is reimbursable. So that means the business, um, even, even if they get this grant, they have to put a big chunk of money in upfront before they get reimbursed by the city. Mm-hmm. Sometimes businesses are pretty thin on on capital um, and and their cash flow, so uh, we see Kiva Zip as maybe being a way to kind of plug the gap. Yep. Um, another city program is the uh, DHCD's storefront improvement program, which Kyle runs on the corridor. And a lot of times businesses have to put some money in to put some skin in the game. Kiva Zip could be a way for businesses to get the capital to do that. And then finally, uh, we see this as a potential recruitment tool to the corridor. Since the LISC match is really only turned on um, for the Rhode Island Avenue corridor because of our partnership uh, with the Main Street here, um, we kind of see this as a recruitment tool. There's a lot of food incubators, the Union Kitchen, Mess Hall, and a lot of small businesses really looking to kind of take it to the next level, and Kiva Zip could be a part of that equation. Yep, yep. That's uh, all of those things are spot on. And you know, as we've talked about extensively, um, the the businesses that need the those grant assistance programs are the ones that usually can't afford the the upfront costs of those. So I'm incredibly excited about this opportunity. For them, I'm incredibly excited about the fact that it will be a um, a recruitment tool for new businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm just happy about the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, this is exciting. Just, it's, it's great. Helping uh, the new businesses and the old businesses exactly. stay afloat. So. Exactly. And, you know, I can see, uh, I can see this growing in a lot of ways. And, you know, I, you both alluded to in the conversation that um, for, their, for their first loan, they can get up to $5,000. So what does that mean for subsequent loans? They pay off their $5,000, everything's going well, but now they need another piece of equipment. What, what are their options around that? So if you're applying for a second loan after you've paid off your first one, um, you can uh, apply for up to $10,000. Uh, of course, always being aware that you do need to crowdfund uh, that $10,000. Um, so yeah, so anyone who, who's applying for a second loan can go for the higher number. All right. That's that sounds great. Now, with loans, there are natural risks. So, uh, what are some of them? How are the delinquent payments handled? Because I'm every business doesn't succeed, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've actually been fortunate in that our delinquency rate has been about, or sorry, our repayment rate uh, has been around about eighty nine or ninety percent. Wow! And so, for those uh, for people that when I tell them who understand, who are in the finance industry, they're like, that's "Wow, unheard of. that's yeah. great!" But yeah. then you know, regular people like you and me, you know, sometimes who don't you know know about that are like, "Oh, that's like low," but it's really not. No, so, it's high. Um, yeah. it is really high. So, what it means is that for every dollar you loan, um, in I mean, you will get eighty nine or ninety cents of it back. That's not always the case. Um, you know, most of our borrowers uh, will pay back their money in full. And we always, um, you know, when it's time to repay, we were we were told um, by the senior director of Kiva Zip to be loan dolphins, not loan sharks, which I think is a really loan interesting dolphins. term. I like that. <laughs> and, you know, to, you know, we always, you know, ultimately um, we want to help the businesses as best we can. And um, so we, we always work out, you know, we have a repayment rate uh, worked out with everyone. If ever you should fall short, you know, please don't, you know, sometimes people feel embarrassed or ashamed. Don't not answer the phone. And, and they won't yeah. answer the phone. Yeah. And when we try to reach out to them and, you know, really, please don't do that. We're not trying to shame um, anyone. Uh, should you ever, you know, unfortunately fall in a situation where you have trouble paying back, uh, we're always to, willing to work with you should we need to work out a new repayment plan or um, whatever it is. And you always, you always have the option of, um, you know, keeping um, up with your lenders. So every loan profile, if you go to the KivaZip website, kivazip.org, and you take a look at uh, any of the loans, they have a little tab that's called Conversations. And that tab is very powerful that is where you can directly communicate with your lenders back and forth. You can post updates, pictures, oh, wow. you know, news, whatever it is. And um, we found that people who utilize that during fundraising and after fundraising while they're repaying the loan have a better chance of, one, fundraising fully because, I need to mention this, if you don't raise 100%, you don't get any of the money. Oh, so critical uh, yes, it's okay. so if you don't, if you run for five thousand, and by the end of the total sixty days, because fifteen for private, forty five for public, you only have like four thousand raised. You don't get the four thousand. So it behooves you to really use yeah. these tools and yeah. So if you use the conversation tool, you know it's really great. They the lenders will get it directly in their email. You're more likely to fundraise, and you uh, generally have a higher repayment rate. 
um, because, you know, you have that kind of one-on-one connection. It sounds like it's pretty much all online, everything. It it is all online, but we've had a lot of people go offline because a lot of people choose to lend to someone local or someone in their community. They will go and visit their business, be they at a farmer's market or at their own retail location, um, and meet them in person. So we've had a lot of stories of that happening as well. Oh, that sounds like a, a great thing to have happen. You yeah. Know, tactile representation of, of where your money is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the, the, the hundred reaching a hundred percent of your fundraising goal, I think it, 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 I think it underscores the importance of Rhode Island Avenue main street be, being a trustee. Uh, because if you're, there's a, you know, a couple days left and you need a hundred more dollars, you have a microphone for your biz for your business to really try to get out yep. the voice um, and the support for to raise that that hundred dollars to get you to your goal. Absolutely, and uh, I can't I can't stress enough uh, how exciting it is to to have the the communications tools around that. It sounds like a, a Facebook page like a, for for Kiva Zip, you know, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. What when you when you have borrowers come to you to to start one of these programs, do you offer training and technical assistance to get them utilizing this stuff to maximum ability? Um, we do we do offer some. We do have so we have like a fundraising hub. That's a website um, that we send to our borrowers, and we send like various templates and stuff for how they can you know. Um, reach out to people or respond to people. We haven't yet reached a point, uh, at least, so we only have offices in San Francisco and New York, um, and not, I'm not too intimately familiar with what, what they're doing, but we have not reached a point necessarily where Kiva is actually like full-on offering technical assistance, but we do, uh, we work with so many other organizations that do, like, you know, DC Score, which is run by the SBA, and like, um, Many other of our trustees will offer technical assistance, and so we, if a borrower is looking for that, we will, um, we will recommend them. Yeah, and and that's kind of where I was going with this. You know, as, as a trustee, if we're going to put our name on the on the line for a business, we're we're sure going to try to help them get the most out of the experience. So we'll we'll help with that. Yeah, and then this is a community focused effort. So um, you know what it takes for the community is everybody chipping in. So. You know, when you go, if if a business is lo- planning to locate on Rhode Island Avenue or is already there and applies for this and needs some help with this, you know, I'm I'm here to support. List DC is here to support. Kyle's here to support. Kiva Zips here to support, and um, so we'll get it done. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about how businesses can can get started in this, and and the. Uh, I know that we've got this information on our website, um, and I believe they can also visit uh, the Kiva Zip website, uh, zip.kiva.org, uh, to apply for a zip, zip, Kiva Zip loan, uh, www.borrowers.kivazip.org. That is, yeah. So actually, that's that's one of our hubs, the borrowers.kivazip.org. So if you uh, if you want to like really go in depth of like what's it like being a borrower, you know, what's it like fundraising, what does this mean, um, you know, that's a really good resource, and it is linked from the main Kivazip website, so you can find it there as well. Great. And if you're interested in learning more, you should definitely feel free to reach out uh, to me or to Kyle or to Sharuk. 
um, and, and we're more than happy to, to tell you a little bit more information. Uh, our website uh, will have an article outlining kind of our partnership with Kiva Zip and Rhode Island Avenue Main Street, but also uh, it'll include a kind of a one-pager overview of um, this partnership and and the Kiva Zip product, and it'll have some contact information. So if you're if you're interested in um, learning more about this, um, th- there'll be contact information there. So what you. is that website? Uh, our website is listdc.org. Can you so spell that? L i s c d c dot org. And um, you, you can find co- my contact information there, um, and feel free to reach out to me via email or phone, and, and we'll get the ball rolling. All right, so listen up, uh, Rhode Island Avenue Main Street businesses and future Rhode Island Avenue Main Street businesses. This is a, this is a zero-interest loan program just for you. So uh, please be With sure to matching. Reach out. Yep. Matching amount. Matching funds through LISC. Yep. Um, it's, it's win-win, really, uh, because you're already building your brand. Uh, for, for new businesses, you're building your brand as you're, as you're raising funds. So uh, we all win with this. Uh, give us a call. Uh, again, uh, I can be reached at kyle at riamainstreet.org. And uh, check, check out our website. Uh, we're also on social media, Facebook and Twitter, and uh, obviously you're going to want to get over to the Kiva Zip website and check things out and LiskDC.org. All right. Um, any other wrap-up uh, commentary on this? Final final thoughts? Everybody's shaking their head. No, I think no. I think we got a lot of good information here. So thank you, Adam, and thank, thank you, Sharuk, for joining you. us today. And and maybe uh, we can touch base in a couple of months and get an update on. I'd love to hear and, a story, a yeah. Rhode Island Avenue business success story. That would yeah. be great. Yeah, so yeah, for sure, yeah. Great. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Thank Oops. you. Don't forget to join us December nineteenth for the uh, Procrastinators Holiday Market, yes. Saturday, December nineteenth, from ten a.m. to six p.m. Check out our website for all the details. 